We all have a story to tell. What can you learn from other people's life experiences, both winning and learning? Seeing sports, you win and you lose when the scoreboard hits zero. But in life, the clock is always ticking. So you might as well learn. Winning and learning, never losing. There's a recipe for success and there's a recipe for repeating. We'll be able to contribute. I want to talk about the process of life. I want to talk about life experiences. I want to talk about trusting the process. So I just want to do my part and give back to the community, give back to the youth, and hopefully it touches somebody's lives and motivates them. And, and that's really what it's all about. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? Uh, Mark Mendez here, the real estate coach, uh, Chalk Talk. The Open Playbook of Life, episode 10. Double digits. Double digits, double digits. We are missing one of our partners today, Mr. Selfmade. Took another week off, apparently. This guy's got more vacation time than anybody on the show. No, we ain't letting him live. So, um, to my left, usually to my right, Coach Serta, how you doing? Good, good, how Certified. Are you? Well, you need to plug yourself a little bit more, so, Yeah, I do? Yeah. Certified oh, fit. Certified what's going on with certified fit? Can I be a guest one day? <laughs> Just kidding. No. Is it no, no damn no. dog? No. Tell us tell us tell Um nothing. Just working, you know. Um Just working, that's it. Just working. I got my fitness thing going on. I just got licensed to sell life insurance. So oh, I'm okay. trying to get plugged in at that and okay. uh, make moves there, but Man, that's it, busy. Jamaican, I got around. seven jobs, bro. Jamaican, you got set the roadhouse, the training. Yep. Meal prep. Yep. prep. Meal prep. Yep. Life insurance. That's a whole bunch of stuff. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you know. The grind don't stop, people do. That's right. right? That's mm -hmm. a fan. So, uh, we got Big Sean in the house. Yes, yes, Phyllis, yes. Man, I appreciate you being here. Um, and then we'll get to this in a second. I want to thank our sponsor, Alternative Solar, for uh, the venue, the facility. Uh, came on last week. It was a good show, man. Um, really good show. I think a lot of practical stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we got our guy behind the camera. Where grinding never stops. That's right. <laughs> if you haven't checked out his apparel, please check that we out. Got some dope stuff that came out this some week. Some good Ellie, stuff. I saw that. I like it. She's good waiting stuff. for the fanny pack. She's waiting for I'm the, waiting fanny, for the pack. fanny pack. I hit him up because I saw a little. Uh, I thought it was like a laptop bag, but he said it was a gym bag. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm like, do people still take gym bags? They do. Yes, yes. Really? They yeah. do, and yep. they walk around with them like. I guess we'll talk about that. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't see why you need a gym bag anymore, but. All right. So, Big Sean, man. Yes, yes. How are you What's doing, up? man? Man, I'm doing really well. I'm doing yeah. good. Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Blessed. Yes, a little bit. Favorite. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Nah, I'm man. I'm paying my dues. But, there you oh. go. <laughs> we all got to pay our dues, right? Yeah, you got to pay them. So, uh, tell us a little about Texas Muscle and Fitness, um, kind of how that started, and, and just a little bit about owning a gym. Oh man, it was well, started way back in history. No, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I was, I was with it. Yes, that. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, 
Now, so uh, really, it started from uh, it came from just my passion for training and, and, and for people, and so now I'm able to uh, do both. You know, if that yeah. makes makes any sense. Um, the gym, like Jim, that's a crazy story on how I got there okay. to that point. But you know, I guess long story short, I've always wanted to work um, in fitness as some uh, some aspect of fitness. I wanted to work for Parks and Recreation. So growing up, we lived in the hood in the Sutton Homes, right? Okay. Um, back in the day, so there's this gym there. You from San Antonio? Yeah, I'm from okay. here. Okay. Graduated from Fox Tech downtown. Oh my gosh, she said Fox Tech. Stay, stay champs, baby. You no. <laughs> <laughs> 97. What year was that? Was that like negative one? Yes, man. Hey, but it counts. It's in the books. Yeah, I guess so. What position did you play? I played forward, man. Oh, basketball. Basketball, Basketball, yes. yes. You know, I'm thinking football. Oh, no, no. I don't remember them playing. No, they were good at football. Well, they were good at football, but. You're literally like the second person I've ever met that went to Fox Tech. That's it. What? Man, you have to ask their parents. (laughs) So the next time you meet somebody, ask their parents. Most of their older. Old heads yeah. like myself, we all <laughs> we uh we all with the Fox Tech. So, you know. so finish that story, man. All right, so crazy. So I've always wanted to work for Parks and Recreation. There's this gym out there um, called the Gym, even though it's it's Ruthwood Park, but everyone called it the Gym, the gym. right? This the, the Gym, and so it had uh, people out there that would uh, make sure kids were doing right. They get on your spank, mm-hmm. you like. Really love on you, you know, all the way around. Takes a village. Yeah, right, right. So even though this was a hood, even though this was the hood, um, you still had that support system, you know. So, and I wanted to create something similar but different. So I've applied for so, so many jobs, man. After I finished my master's degree, and I lived in Kansas City, and I uh, applied for so many jobs with those guys, and it didn't happen it just would not happen i've applied for i I started applying for jobs that were lower paying jobs that didn't require as much education or experience just to get my foot in the door and it wouldn't happen it didn't have same thing with the ymca yeah it was crazy 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 for those people yeah growing up we 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 used to hoop at the ymca on iowa street and uh our picture was in our actual picture was inside of this huge trophy case and I, I and I still it's, it just never happened for me. So the you pride know. you really want to do something for your community, right? Unfortunately, it didn't happen. Yeah, so you have way. to so you have to change gears. I had to literally uh, change the way I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, normally it takes some bad things or some things that we perceive as bad to really Absolutely. help you make that to make that jump or that leap. You know, so, so I mean, a lot of people. Th- Mm-hmm. Okay. I was gonna say, what were those bad things, or what was that transitional phase in your life oh, that kind of? Ah, you don't even know. I got laid off four times. So I, every company I worked for, I, 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 I worked my butt off, you know, to make sure that my team or anyone I'm working with mm-hmm. knows, hey, they, Deshaun, he's gonna be here before and after. He's gonna, yeah, you know, he, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've received countless awards. I've been flown to Phoenix for an award. I have a bunch of awards at home just for my productivity. Um, and so, but what would happen is every year and a half, every two years, I'd get laid off. It's like the whack-a-mole that kept getting hit. And so uh, the last time, like I was doing cardio this one time, and the last, um, after my last layoff, I was like, forget this. 
I'm not a. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mom might see this, so I gotta right. behave. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Sarge, no. Sarge's mom already knows her, so she's not really worried yes, about that. Yes, yeah. So I said, F it, man, and I'm not begging nobody for a job anymore. Like, it, it was hurtful. I was to the point of almost crying because this this kept happening and every time you get laid off you know as as for me right um very manly uh, <laughs> manly man no so every time i get laid off you know like you, you mic on that one you, manly man yeah you lose something um so for me it was cars it was the tv off the wall it was uh motorcycles um things that i i, I really loved or I, I really cared about but you know you have to cut those things when you get laid off and so after doing that so many times man i was like i'm almost a minimalist because of that Mm -hmm. you know like i I, i'll move without certain things i'll sacrifice certain things just Mm -hmm. to make other things happen so uh after so a couple months after i um purchased the first gym right the our first location i had this huge uh diesel dodge ram uh, i love that truck man it was lifted it was it was everything it was on point uh-huh. but i sold it right this is after uh we already hit, we're already up and running things are you know are, are the sun is shining on us yeah. i sold it right because i i i started growing um and, and learning that i can have a a, a 70 or eighty thousand dollar truck or I can have seventy or eighty thousand dollars worth of gym equipment, right? That gym equipment is gonna make me enough money if things go right, right? There's no sure one hundred percent way formula uh-huh. is gonna work for every business, but the return, the return, I'm gonna get something back, you know, versus this truck that I love. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get another one, you know, later on, and and of course I'm gonna get one, yeah. but. <laughs> But, you know, like, uh, sometimes you have to sacrifice to, to get where you want. I mean, you yeah. said a lot of things in that, man. I mean, I think going back to the being laid off thing, um, you know, many people don't realize. And it's, just, it's, so, it's so corny to say, like, the doors that close, they, they close for a reason. Yeah. And it does. Uh, my dad went through a lot of layoffs through his whole career. And, and it, it's defeated. You could just, you, I can tell you're defeated because it's like, man, I, you just seem like a person that's going to put in, like you said, you got all these awards for productivity. And then for it to just like not necessarily count when it counts, right? You know, like right. oh, okay, you're you're expandable, and we we put our I think people put their trust in in jobs yeah. and, and things like that, like an employer that that probably doesn't really care about you. You're replaceable, right? Right? Um, right? Your job will probably be posted before you hit the dirt, like. Yeah, but but the thing that I've learned from that is that um, the fear for me is the same, right? So the fear of being laid off is exactly the same fear that I have today or for if your business is gonna be successful. You know, how are you gonna do? I have more control over that now, but the fear to to be laid off or to start your own thing, right? Uh, To become an entrepreneur is the exact same. You think it's the same? I feel like it's the same. I I think the people I think it's it's probably to me people at least see it less. Like the fear is probably real and yeah. it is the same, but I think people don't jump or they don't leave that job to start the business that they want because it's like 
comfortability, right, right, um, of course, and steady income, right. Um, I mean, I know when I got into real estate, I, it was scary because like you don't, you don't, there ain't no check coming, mm-hmm. you know, unless unless we close on a house, there is no check, right. And and now it's blessings, right? But I guess that was the same fear. But I mean, that's the stuff that drove me, and I think a lot of people also. Once they kind of get to a certain point, like even you said with the truck, like you knew the business was going well, but you had a different mindset that was like $70,000 truck or $70,000 worth of equipment. Where's the return? Where's the return? You know, like I'm going to look good, but you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like this is going to give me more ROI, you know? Right, right. And I think people, if they could just look at that, you know, people, more businesses will be started. People will be trying to do, do something. And I think, again, COVID... And I want to talk about that because you did open up a second location right during the pandemic. Yeah, um, when a lot of gyms were closing, you know, like what was your mindset and how crazy were you to do that? Or man, go the other way, no, <laughs> run. So no, uh, <laughs> no, man. So I had like I, with with everything, right? Again, for me, the fear is the same. I've had. Um, like I had an idea, a vision. I knew once I sold that truck and started saving, like really intensely, strategically saving every dime I could, mm-hmm. um, I knew I wanted to have a second gym. I knew we were going to have a second location. That was the whole point of selling that truck um, and putting those funds somewhere else and, right. and really saving. Um, <clears throat> the first gym, we didn't have really a lot of debt. So that's what kind of saved us um, from COVID. But that also shows us that a lot of other businesses carry too much debt. Yeah. And so, yes, you still have rent, but you also have, you may be leasing a fleet of vehicles um, that you're paying for, and you still have to pay that. You still have to pay for that fleet. You still have to pay for those notes. So for us, again, I already knew that we're going to have a, um, we're going to get a second location. I've been looking, I've been looking for months, man. Um, I've been looking for a, a, a loop net, man. I've been looking like scouring, scouring, and, and just looking to see what's out there. And then this particular location came up, and uh, I kept looking at a different, a couple other places. Met with a couple other uh, agents, mm-hmm. um, and you know, really started to understand numbers and uh, the cost, um, depending on. So that, of course, cost will determine your strategy yeah. on which where you're going, and. Um, so it posed, um, believe it or not, it, it created a, a, an excellent opportunity for us to negotiate better rates mm. for rent. Yeah. The pandemic yeah. did. Right, right. So to go to negotiate better rates. And I have been watching so many videos on negotiating um, rent, you know, bigger pockets, like all this other, all these other podcasts, man, getting ideas from. Well, all, all you had to do was call the real estate coach. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. This is before we knew each other. Yeah. Now, okay. now, I, know, now okay. I know where to go. That's right? what every guest yeah. says when they come on talking about, yeah. Hey, I said call Mark. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it posed a really good opportunity. Um, when I reached out to the uh, the owners and uh, mm-hmm. they 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 had a certain uh, number in mind, I had my number was half of that okay. like going in. So uh, one of these other podcasts that I learned to listen to, and they were talking about the the deal, the the savings is made in front of the deal, right? Mm-hmm. So That's good. so I not after <laughs> so yeah. I uh, deal's done by then. So uh, I um, came in came into this with a budget like, hey, we only spending this on this. Okay. And then, um, of course, there was some w- w- wiggle room in that budget, yeah. but that's just a number I shot back at them. And um, we agreed on a, a set number and, uh, and, and a way to increase to a different number over time. 
um, which which again worked in the business's favor, gave us time to really grow, grow our business, um, to scale, and then also meet those numbers. Yeah. So it was tough. It was scary, you know. Uh, but you know, we're we're we're, we're uh, one seventy one strong. Uh, yeah, we're good. <laughs> Over there, at Converse. Converse, yeah. One hundred seventy-one members. Right? One seventy-one. Man, yes. that's cool. So how many, yeah, how many are at the one on sixteen oh four? We're at about one ninety. We can handle. Usually we float. Usually we, we fluctuate, um, but uh, hopefully by the next month or month or so we'll be back to about two twenty something okay. like that. So, yeah, man. I mean, I, I fell in love with the gym. I've seen different people there. You know, Mercer uh, with First Step used to train there a little bit. And I, I would see, uh, I don't know if you know Will Jones. Yeah, I know Will. Yeah. That's yeah. Knucklehead. Will's crazy. Knucklehead. That's my guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was just like, it's it's a, no disrespect, but it's, it's kind of a meathead gym, right? That, that's no. <laughs> let me finish this. Let me. Let me. Yeah. Where are we going with this? <laughs> no, no, because, and I'll just tell a little bit about my story at, mm -hmm. at your gym is that it can be intimidating. Yeah. You know, um, I, I had the YMCA before. Why? Because I'm like, look, there's not really anyone coming in here just like, ah, you know. Yeah. The grandma lifting more than me. Yeah. That's right. I'm like, dang, grandma, you're strong, you know. I got this arthritis, man. Yeah. I have all, all kinds of ailments and things. I mean, you saw, I started on bands with her, you know. Right, now right. I'm able to put a little bit of weight. But it can be very intimidating to walk into a gym like that and you see a whole bunch of very, very fit people. Yeah. And, um... It was. I was immediately kind of, uh, you know, nervous. She was kind of my safety blanket because I'm like, okay, well, she kind of buff too. So yeah, I'm with, uh, yeah. You know, right. I, I, I'm with the buff. I'm with the buff trainer. <laughs> but what I what I noticed early on was it had a very family feel to it. Yeah. You know, like people were very encouraging, and that was cool because they would see. I mean, like you see a whole bunch of what's this Bagzilla guy? Yeah. Bagzilla. Yeah. If you look at that guy on Instagram, that's a big guy. But he's in there just lifting. I'm over here like on a band, like, ah, oh, like, you know, but he's like, hey, man, good, good set, good set. Like, just stuff like that. Yeah. I felt yeah. like it was very, like, you know, family, not family, what's the word? Well, I think, you know, everybody has a starting point. Everybody has a, a beginning. So, yes, you're seeing a kind of the end product of these people's journey, but. Yeah. That wasn't always the case, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's yeah, that's I mean, that's a life lesson itself. Like people right. always see the the end result; they yeah. don't see the process of what you're going through. Right. So. They just see the dime and not the pressure. Yeah. Ooh, you know, I like that. But, uh, but it's a community for sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, that's what I like about it. Yeah, everyone like uh, when people ask me, "Hey, describe your gym." Like I tell them, we're very similar to the TV show Cheers, right? The old school TV show. Everyone is super too, nice, hey, man. That's too old for some people. Hey, right. They ain't going to know what you're talking about. You, Google it. Google. Right, right. Google. I'm trying so, to <laughs> It's in your heart. You know it. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone knows what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, Glad you can. Yeah. Elliot's like, what are y'all talking right, about? Right, right. Right. So everyone in there, everyone, like all of our members, man, super nice. They, mm -hmm. I haven't had not one, not a single bad experience, you know, from people or interacting with folks, haven't heard anything. Everyone's super nice, um, super constructive. And we work, everyone's on a mission, you know, and we, we, we know that. Um, and we work, we work hard, we get in, we get out, and we take care of things. You yeah. know, so. How many trainers do you have up there right now? Six. Six. Yeah, we, before the pandemic, we had 12. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. 
And that's tough. And, and why, why do you think, you know, let's talk about the pandemic a little bit. How has that affected your business or, you know, a lot of gyms are closing or a lot of brick and mortar offices were closing right um during that time so so <clears throat> of course we had to um shut down you know we couldn't so we couldn't see anyone mm -hmm. we still had bills and so we still had to hustle so what i did um right before the pandemic hit in january i'd already i didn't know we didn't hardly know anything in january about this pandemic mm -hmm. but i started a pressure washer business okay. right on the side so i decided once we got shut down from once the gyms got shut down, we couldn't see anyone. Um, I then I started pressure washing the world, right? <laughs> so anything that had dirt on it, like any house, I don't care what it was. He just go up to the house. Yes, here's uh, yeah. the bill. Yes, I'm like who are you? Why are you here? Yes, I did not call for you. So yeah, so so I did. I immediately uh, pivoted and started mm -hmm. doing that. And so I took that those funds to help bridge the gap for the business. Um, because again, we could not bill anyone. Right. We couldn't. Well, we were, we weren't billing companies while we we're closed. A lot of gyms did that, from what I was hearing on the news. But that's not something. That's not how I function at, or we function as a business. Mm -hmm. I see we because members are included in that. You know, not just I, the owner. I like that. How yeah. many months did you um, shut down for COVID? We're closed for sixty days. I believe it's sixty days. Okay. Yeah, six. It was sixty. Yeah, I believe it's sixty. Um, just. Careful, FDC, F, the CDA is right, listening, man. Right, right, right. You were closed for 92, 192 days. <laughs> we haven't opened yet. No. <laughs> we're still trying to get yeah. some uh, hand I sanitizer. I, yeah, I can't remember how long we're closed. But I, I thought it was two months, but maybe it's like. That sounded a little short. Yeah, 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 right, like, right. Cut, my cut. Ba my bad. No. CDC. <laughs> Dr. Fauci about to come yeah, get you. right, right, right. Yeah. It's him now. It's him now. <laughs> Sorry, Doc. <laughs> nah, man. So I think that's uh, the pressure washing business. You know, a lot of people get in the hole, um, and then they can't they can't get out of it, right? So you right. just you just grind on something else. Created a new right. opportunity. Created a new opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's no, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not always the final answer, right? No matter what it is, mm -hmm. no, it's not always the final answer. And just pivot. You know, be comfortable with pivoting. Again, I was the, the whack a mole for so many years, so I'm okay. With switching gears for a little bit. I don't even remember the name of that until you said it. I was like, yes. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, so I feel comfortable pivoting, you know, really fast. And I always have something. I'm always thinking of the next thing, of the next thing. Because that was, yeah. I'm so always. A, I mean, it's a product of the <clears throat> failures, so to speak, that you had in your life. And right, so you're right. always kind of, your mindset is like, okay, well, what's next? I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, too comfortable. No, did you, no. Did you ever. Were you ever scared that you think the gym would be have to be shut down, shut down? Um, yes and no. Yes, because that's this is my passion. This is my mm -hmm. baby, right? This is my my business. Mm -hmm. Yes, and uh, but also, and so I say yes, but we because we have no control over what the government says. Mm -hmm. The government mm -hmm. says shut down. I'm not. I don't have. I'm not going to be like the lady in Dallas with the beauty salon that kept staying open, kept getting tickets. Uh, I'm. I don't have pockets like that right mm -hmm. so one fine you know you were talking 10 grand you know a lot of money that we'd be wasting and so I don't really operate like that I just did what the government said and or yeah and, and for and, the 120 days right, right for the 120 day 100 and something day. no yeah. so yes yeah, so I did what the government said you know follow the rules yeah. but at the same time 
I ha I have you have to be you have to give somewhere because we still got bills. So, I, but again, so I wasn't necessarily too afraid. I knew where it was going to be away, and it, even if the even if we're at some point, I was going to get really creative. So <laughs> you got an idea? Or? I got plenty of ideas. Whenever you get ready, <laughs> right? You don't do solar, do you? We already have that. Right? Hey, so, yeah, we got that. But yeah. I might. I got yeah. Mar. I'm Yeah, I got some in the plans. <laughs> so I know you, you competed because I mean, it was the first time I went to your office and saw a whole bunch of trophies. Yeah. <laughs> They look like him. Yeah. Oh, like, man. <laughs> so, uh, tell us a little about kind of your training history or the competitions and what kind of mindset that takes to be able to go through those things. All right. So, I first started, um, was it? I think it was 2013. I moved back to San Antonio in 2008, 2009. And then I moved to Northeast side, I mean, Northwest side, and I started training at Gold's Gym. I would watch these young guys in there. Mm -hmm. uh, my good friends, Mario and Chris, Ricky. Uh, <clears throat> pancakes and another guy. Uh, um, there's, a, there's a there's a there's a guy named Pancakes. We call him Pancakes. Is he is he fit or does he eat pancakes? <laughs> sometimes he's fit, sometimes he's not. Okay, but he likes pancakes, so we, we would call him Pancakes. <laughs> so um, so we would all lift uh, together. Um, and um, but they were before I started working out with those guys, I'd work out by myself. Mm -hmm. Right, I've always been you know. Uh, not necessarily a loner, but I just end up by myself. Mm -hmm. So uh, um, they would always, because I'd lift heavy weights, but not like, not on their level, right? So I'm like, in the, I'm still don't look like a regular gym member, but I'm not with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they would ask me, hey, come look, come work out with us. And I'd be like, yeah, I go, I go, I'll work out with you. But I would never go, right? Uh -huh. I, I'm not going. I'm not I'm going. Not those guys, lady. those guys are too big. Like, you know, like you, you just know what you see. Uh -huh. You don't know what you really look like, so I'm like these guys are jack. So, <laughs> so I started where I worked out with them, and they're so much younger. Younger, so it took me a minute to adapt to them, because they're like ten years younger than me, and so mm -hmm. the way they interact was different to me because I come from somewhere else, right? Yeah. So, um, and so I just started working out with them, started training with them, and then um, started learning more about bodybuilding, learning more about dieting. Mm -hmm. um, then uh, finally, we all decided to do a show together, right? Um, it was Texas State Naturals was my first show. And um, so I I, um, I did really well. And so I didn't win the whole show. I run like two different categories, so I did really good. It's my first first time competing. And then I decided, you know what, this other show is in San Antonio. It's a couple weeks later. Let me stay tight and uh, let me try to do this other show, So, which was the Lackland Classic. And it was on Lackland Air Force Base, which was – a headache to find but uh that's a different <laughs> that's a different story everything looks the same on base yeah. right? <laughs> oh, it look like college dorms, yeah you know? man like uh yeah and everything looks identical so anyhow i i i, I did that show as a second show and i won everything so i won my class i won two different classes and i won show ever you won everything i won the whole show right so those were kind of like the jump off points you know i had a coach at then scott trout and then now it's um rolling and over at the muscle factory so um it's been a, a long journey but it's a it, it's a eye-opening it you learn a lot about yourself um during those times because because they're so grueling um the workouts are hard like you definitely push yourself you're gonna get pushed and and that trust from whoever your coach or your trainer is mm -hmm. has to be there um and they're gonna push you you know to where you where they want to see you go you know um 
And so you learn a lot. You know, you learn a lot about food. I don't want to eat this. I'm tired of it. I'm hungry. I'm always hungry, even though I'm eating everything. I'm eating all this food, but I'm I'm still always Sounds hungry. Like somebody I know. Yeah, every like Jesus. I'm hungry. I'm like, bro. Yeah. I hear you say this one more time. So yeah, you you just learn a lot about yourself. It's very grueling, but I've done 20 plus shows, um, and I've won almost all of them. I won a lot of shows. I won a lot. I won a lot of shows. A lot of yeah, a lot of categories I've won in. I think I have 20 something. First place wins. Wow. Yeah. It's, yeah. How many you got? Huh? This this is not about me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> don't take this man's spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, don't, okay. don't, don't overshadow me. Yeah. I do want to ask you a question because mm-hmm. she's told her story about when she first competed. Yeah. And you were the first person she saw when she came <laughs> off the stage. Oh man. I went, I went, he was sitting down in the stands, right? So I go, right, sit next to him. Yeah. Remember? And uh, I was like, how did I, I was so proud. You're like, how did I do? He said, nobody remembers second place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We Dude, don't. Why th- you do that? To her? <laughs> no, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, like, like, so public I, apology. Right. My bad. Uh, so I have a problem. <laughs> so my mom and I are the same. We're very like no. So no, that was an accident. I'm sorry. But we don't train for that. Like I don't train anybody for that. I don't train myself for that. If you want me to train you, and you want last. Don't ask me to train you, yeah. right? I, I love you, but don't ask. I want to train you, but don't ask me to train you, right? Because I want to win. I want to win just as bad as you do. And I'm not even on stage, right? So, like, I like to win, and so I'm going to push you to that. So you may do extra, you know, like all of my coaches, they may tell me to do something or enough. Like, hey, I only do 20 minutes of cardio, but I cheat. Like, I'm always doing more. Hey, only do, you know, workout for this. I'm doing extra reps. I'm doing extra sets. I'm doing, I'm making sure my, my diet is 100% tight. You know, I'm reweighing things food-wise, not drugs, but food-wise. No, um, so I'm, you know, <laughs> you know, so, right, right, right. So, um, I, I like, I, Dr. Fauci. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, please don't. No, uh, so, yeah, so, as far as, like, that like I'm sorry because I just want to win. Like I know what it takes to win. Um, I've coached people who, who who've had the attitude, "Hey, this is my bucket list," and I really don't want to coach people like that because I want you to win. I want you to feel what I feel. You know, when mm-hmm. I win, you know, for that that split second, it's crazy. So this one song um, by Al- Aloe Black, I think his name. So I was in uh, doing this one show and. Um, and uh, he's singing, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I, I suck at singing. So anyhow. Uh, Did you know that, Elliot? Right. said it, the name? I think it's Al. I think it's how it's pronounced. Uh, but right? I know but the anyhow, song, uh, best feeling ever, man. Uh, so I was doing this one show in Corpus. And I, I won, right? And so this song was playing at the same time. I felt like I was the damn man. <laughs> so I want everybody to feel like they're man. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this as yeah. a, as a coach and you know I'm a coach uh not not obviously lifting and dang sure not eating right like that. Right. But coaching athletes um when you see the potential in somebody. Yeah. Um I think we all have somebody in our life that sees potential in us that yeah. we don't even see for ourselves. Yeah. And people need to People should gravitate to those people that believe in them more, right? Yeah. But as a coach, for someone like yourself, how do you try to create a mindset in someone to change their attitude 
change, uh, you know, when you want it more than they do. I used to tell yeah. my students all the time, like, I can't want it more than you do, right. especially my athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I can't want you to be great if you don't want it for yourself. Right. So right. how do you how do you tackle those clients or, or people in your life that they don't either see their potential or they, they don't they're not really executing their full potential because their mindset's not like yours. Right. Find the why. You know, I ha- I've had coaches that uh, believed in me from, you know, Coach Marquez here in San Antonio to Kirby Johnson to um, Coach Nick Tata in, in Kansas City. So Coach Marquez? Yeah. Was that a – oh, I also say Hispanic. But that's yes, a, Marquez. But did <laughs> – was he, was he principal at Jay? Yes, Coach yeah. Marquez, yes. Well, he was a principal, so I just knew him as principal Marquez. Yeah, that was I, my I coach. Know. At Fox Tech? At Fox Tech, wow, yes. I didn't know yeah. that. Yep, that's, that's my world. coach. Good guy, good guy, yeah. very good guy. So, um, you know, I've had people like that believe in me, and when, uh, or even uh, Coach Miller, Donnell Miller here at, in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had uh, police, pl- Pete police. I've had people <laughs> believe in me and, and see things in me that I didn't necessarily mm-hmm. see. But as an adult, it's different. So you have to really uncover people's why, right? Find, find out what their why. Why are you here? You know, you could be anywhere. You could be at home. You know, you could be uh, walking your dog. Why mm-hmm. are you here? You know, why do you want to do this? Right. You know, um, and, and 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 touching that pain point. You know, per, per se, to to help get that out of them. But that also goes back to um, you adjusting to people. Um, <clears throat> there are several leadership books. Are, are you know I can remember reading. And, uh, you know, and also leadership theories in, in college, but you have to be able to adjust the people to find out why they're find out what their why is, you know, to get them. And as a good coach, you know, over time, you're able to meet a person where they are and take them and lead them to where they, they, they want to be. But it's it's. It's finding out what their why is, you know. And I think the approach is different for everybody that you come across, right? Because right. like you said, you have to know your people, your clients, how to approach them. You can be you know, a meanie on to this person and they'll be okay with it, whereas right. this person's a little more sensitive and you know you have to kind of coddle them a little bit more than, you know. Were you pointing at me? I mean, no, but if the shoe fit, no, I'm just kidding. So it's, so it's kind of like. I'm not wearing shoes and wearing slides today. <laughs> my feet hurt. But. So it's kind of like Bobby Knight, right? Uh, Coach okay. Knight, right? Really, uh, he's, he's known for being very aggressive, right, with, with players, right? Now, there are some players that you can do that too, Absolutely. right? That you can light that fire under them to make them perform better, to get more mm-hmm. out of them, right? But then you have a large chunk of people who not with that, yes. right? You 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 come at them really aggressive. They're gonna meet you where you are, Absolutely. <laughs> and probably in the parking lot too. So well, nah, they, they don't want that smoke. So right. <laughs> so no, that's so true because as like I said, as a football coach, you know, and I, I you, teaching in the classroom, coaching. Not everyone's gonna respond to the right. same way. Just like you said, you know, one one can do take the yelling, and the other one you gotta like pull aside, like, hey, it's okay, you made a mistake. Right. And it's so it's okay, people. You know, I think we try to put everybody in in one like one lane, so to speak. Right. Right. And it doesn't mean those people can't be successful. There's there's you know if you want to talk like there's the one percenters that are like very like self-motivated gonna do they, they probably don't listen to this show right you know what i mean because they they got it they know it they don't need it um those are the type of people that drive around with podcasts all day right right me i'm one of those, yeah <laughs> me, me too. too i'm one of those <laughs> um 
<laughs> but the other people is who we need to pull along with us, right? And that's yeah. why we do the show. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. What do you think the mindset? What would you, if you're talking to someone out there that's just scared to take that first step in the gym, scared to take that first business venture on opening the gym or just right. opening, creating a business, you know, what, what would you tell them? Um, what do you have to lose? Hmm. Right, really. Like, what do you have to lose? And, and let's say you, you, you take that leap and it goes amazingly well. You know, a lot of businesses don't even get the opportunity to do well because it stays in your mind or it stays on that piece of paper. Say that again. That was good. Say that again. Preach on, preach it. No. Uh, <laughs> for the folks in the back. No. But <laughs> no. So, but a lot of people. Easily the funniest episode we're going to have. We're going to have, this so, is the funniest one. But yeah, so it, stay, it doesn't, it, it has no opportunity to, 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 to flourish or to blossom you know, or to even to even or to even or, or to fail. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of people that want to see um, the prospective person successful, right? Uh -huh. They want to see you successful, um, and so you gotta take some ownership in that, right? You cannot, um, you can you can no longer be a victim to um, non-action if that makes any sense, right? You cannot stay there. Um, if you want um, success or if you want uh, more than what where you are more than what you're doing like you have to move and if you don't enjoy your life yeah even even as uncomfortable as it may be enjoy it <laughs> yeah and I, I mean that's true I, we've talked I mean there's different pick your heart you know what I mean like working for a company that you hate yeah. or, or doing a job that you don't like versus right, right. starting a business or or even, you know, and Eric brought up a different perspective. Like, it's crazy. Like, I would have never thought of it, but last week when he was like, you know, I what I love to do, I don't want to work. Like, because I wanted to just love it, you know. Like, yeah. And that's interesting, but pick your heart, you know what I mean? Pick your pick your why. Mm -hmm. And that that's just important. I, I think people are so comfortable being where they're at. When, but they're right. not happy. No, right, right. Like why? Like why stay in that same position that you know you don't want to be in no more? Right. People stay there and die. You know, heart problems, um, stress, anxiety. You're on uh, freaking high blood pressure medication because of your job. You can't go to your father daughter dance because you can't take off without permission. Like it's mm -hmm. so uh, many things. You know, in jobs, uh, no disrespect to any business owner right I, I love what you do right but at the same time there has to be a, a, a point where you don't feel like a prisoner like a POW is, is what I kind of equate it to mm -hmm. you know uh, you you have to color inside the lines where me I don't have to color at all you know I, I can draw so I can do whatever I want you know <laughs> I think a lot of it too has to do with people that are in your uh, environment in your circle in your mm -hmm. you know who you have and I'm going to kind of touch back a little bit on on Sean and what he said during the pandemic you know he created opportunity for himself with the power washing um, and he kind of motivated me to do something as well with my food prep so I've always been doing food prep for myself for a while mm -hmm. um, and I've done it for a few people but never really seriously um, so him being the entrepreneur mind that he is, why don't you start doing it for people? You know, why don't you offer that service? 
And had it not been for that just little encouragement, that little push from, mm -hmm. you know, somebody else that believes in you or sees your potential, uh, I don't think I would have done it. Now it's it's a successful thing, but uh, you know, I think it goes back to just who's in your circle, yeah. who you can trust, who um, will sharpen you, um, because I yeah, we not necessarily we may not have those those right people um, to kind of give us that extra little push. So to put that thought or that idea out on paper and make make the plans or make the moves to make it happen. So I, I think that's uh, I've seen a few important. memes lately. It's like um, like oh, you changed or you've grown. We're supposed to. You're supposed to. Did yeah. you post that? No, I, um, somebody posted. Laurent yeah. posted it, that's right. Oh, Laurent, there you go. But you're supposed my to. My penny stock guru is my guy. Um, no, yeah, you are. I think people, especially where we're from, Yeah. you know, it's like when you're from the hood, so to speak, shout out to Marbach Mutang, Marbach yeah. Apparel, I got my Mutang shirt on. Um, Hey, it's just a whole plug. We just, we just plug in. Go to alley Yeah. <laughs> All they got to do is catch it. But where we're from yeah. is, like, you're not supposed to leave the hood. You're not supposed to, like, if you do or you're doing something better, people look at it as, like, oh, he thinks he's too good. You yeah. know, like, yeah. well, why? Like, why are we not growing? You know, my, my goal is for everybody to grow. Right, right. You know, that's the whole reason for this show. That's the reason why I post, you know, I try to post inspirational things. I don't post a lot of, you know, negative stuff, I don't think, and I try not to touch that stuff, um, political or nothing, because it's mm -hmm. like, I just want to put positivity. We can, we, mm -hmm. I think we consume ourselves with such negative stuff every day. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know, I don't watch the news very much, if ever, because it's just so negative. Right, right, you right. You know, right. I, I think people, really, what you're feeding your mind, you know, people, like, I'm not saying like us, but you say you listen to podcasts, like, I want to hear something that that inspires me. I want to I want to hear something that I didn't know. Yes. Versus yes. something that's going on TV or you know, the only thing I watch is you know The Voice. You want to watch The Voice? I get so excited seeing like people, <laughs> like hey. I get excited seeing them chairs turn around. I'd be like, oh yes, like that's oh. my baby. <laughs> well, yeah, like to see somebody's like dream come yeah. true right yeah. in front of them when yeah. they've been working you, you you hear the stories the background and i think that's why it's important to tell people stories because an opportunity is there for you right there at that time on the voice right 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 and just seeing that just brings joy like we we live in a society where everybody's watching each other's story now mm -hmm. It's so easy to watch each other's story. Literally. Like, it's called stories on Instagram. For a it's reason, called, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, and then you have the little highlights on, on Instagram now, like, where you can just put highlights. Everybody sees the story now, and everyone sees the highlights, but we only see what people allow us to see. Right. Right? And we're not seeing the true behind-the-scenes mm. grind, the pain. Right. Um, I've, I've heard, you know, I think I've heard it's like, careful what you wish for. Like, if you... I, I want to be like them. It's like, careful what you're asking for because you don't know what they've been through. You don't yeah, know what, what right, you yeah. ain't it's really like walking in the shoes. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Not everybody's cut out for it. You know what I mean? No. Like, not everybody's no. cut out for that grind and that hustle and that no. no sleep. Team no sleep. Or, team no sleep. <laughs> or at 3 a.m. when you get in that car that the toilet's clogged up, you know, or oh, someone's car. <laughs> hey, but I'm saying for My me, bad, bro. For, for My me, bad. Nah, I'm cool. So when that happens on... Damn. But you do, but you be there about five. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 
So when that happens on a Monday, I know we're having a good week. It yeah. can only go. It can only go up from there, you know. So. Hey, I'm back on Monday. Yeah. I'm back on Monday. Yeah, I'm back on Monday. Um, tomorrow, y'all, y'all heard him. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back Uh-oh. on Monday. Check, check on Wednesday when the show drops to see if I made it. Um, Sean, tell me a little bit, man, about just like what do you foresee yourself? You know, is there gonna be more gems? You want? I mean, what, what's kind of your next? Oh man, yeah, right. I got a few. Yeah, yeah, I got a few things, man. Uh, uh, So, two-year plan, of course. um, This gym. So we opened this gym with uh, second gym. Tell us your locations. I'm sorry. So we have one sixteen oh four in Braun. Uh, that's uh, my baby, gym number one, right? That's where it all started. Yeah. So bring your good attitude there. Um, <laughs> continue to re-rack your stuff or you're going to get it. No, um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. But, uh, no, no it's not. There's no, a little not. truth in every joke. No, <laughs> I don't have to re-rack. Right. I don't got no weights right. on the deck. Right. So uh, uh, Converse, our second location, um, we did really well. I want we, we have literally no debt. Right, so everything in the building is paid for um, by us. At so both locations. At, at both locations. How, how did that happen? Can you can you share that? Can or? you can you tell your story about the the shop with the roses or? Oh man, kinda, right. So right. This is so, interesting. Very interesting, right? So I was doing cardio this one time, and I was almost about to cry. Right, very emotional because this is before I I, I owned uh, before I. Took, uh, before I got uh, put the arms on me, right? Uh, <laughs> before I got <laughs> no, before we got broad. <laughs> so uh, I watched this one podcast, right? Um, I was laid off at the time, and I was doing cardio like I'm supposed to, getting ready for a show. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I watched this. I was listening to podcasts, and they talked about these two road shops, right? Um, it was a rose. There's two road shops, two separate sides of town, and there's a, a rose. Um, um, distributor, right? So, Roll Shop A wanted to buy Roll Shop B, right? A wanted to buy B. So, A approached B several times, and uh, the guy was like, nah, nah, nah. And then finally, he said, okay, this is my price, right? This is the price I want for this, this business. Mm-hmm. So, Roll Shop A decides to go to the manufacturer and says, hey, if I, go to, if I buy twice as many roses, would I be able to get this the savings, right? How much would you? How much would I be saving if I bought twice as many roses? And so, right okay. for two shots. But the, he didn't tell him he was buying this shop. He just told him, hey. Uh-huh. And so what happens is the manufacturer says, okay, here, this is what your new price is if you're buying double the amount of roses, right? So he took that savings, went back to roll shop owner B, and uh, roll shop owner B said oh, they agreed to the price, right? They agreed to the price, and so basically his savings. Bought the business, bought the second business, and so I kind of it, it, tur- it f- turned the light. I was like, "That's pretty badass." Let me listen to it again. So I listened to it again, and I listened to it a third time. And I listened to it a fourth time, and so it gave me the, the the idea, like, how do I buy? How can I buy a gym? Right? Who do I know? Right? Who do I know? How how, how do I buy a gym? So I, I knew this one uh, great great doctor, um, Cardona. So we we met and we. We talked several times. We mm-hmm. we came up with a price, right? We 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 uh, got everything appraised and everything, all that good stuff. And we had an agreed price. So it was a, ha- a handshake. You know, we put everything on all our documents on paper, of course. Um, and it, we you know we we settled it with a handshake. And so that was, our price was our price. And so we created. I created a, 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 a safe way, a 
To so when you say your price is your price with the doctor, the, the uh, price that we agreed on for the business. So was it you were buying his business? I bought it. Okay, his got you. Yeah. So gotcha. yeah. So the price was the price we agreed on. I and I, you know we take take care of him. So we we good. So now we're now we're in a different place for and that's how that gym got taken care of. But now we're in a different place with the uh, the new gym. We don't have any loans with any banks. Um, for for one, I I don't want to be a guarantee or anything. Um, but for two, you know, just for business, because during COVID we learned that a lot of businesses carry too much debt, right? So they can't move around. First thing, only thing they have to give is employees, right? Mm -hmm. At this point, they so they just cut people, you know. Whereas us, we're conti we're continue to thrive. Our bills are paid, and we can still do the community building um, things that that I love to do. You know, that's part of our mission. Our mission is to build muscle in the community through health and wellness, right? So whether we're, do, whether we're donating um, uh, meals for Christmas to families or whether we're donating school supplies to schools, um, we can do that. We had, a, we had one of our trainers pass away last year, you know, oh, wow. through a tra tragic um, car accident. I never really talk about what we do, right? I just do it, but we took care of his funeral. Um, you know, things like that, man. Yeah. Like we're, we're in a position to help people. And so, while I'm in this position to love on people, that's 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 what we're gonna do. We gonna we gonna love on you, but we also gonna put some some weight on you too. <laughs> we also gonna make you work out. <laughs> I like that. We gonna love on you, put some weight on you. Yeah. Good weight. Good weight. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We gonna torture you a little bit. <laughs> Sir, I know you guys work a lot together. Um, what, what, what questions do you have for him? Or you got anything? Um, let me see. Let me go over my list here. Oh, so you, during your journey, what are some resources or mentors or people that, you know, you kind of touch on some coaches a little bit, but yeah. um, just things that have helped you develop you um, in your leadership skills and your business mindset, just kind of people in your life or resources? Oh, man, crazy. Uh, so, like, there's a a few there are a lot of people that I've come across right um good people and then I, I can't necessarily name a particular person that said hey do this or you can do don't do that you know um I listen I listen to a lot of things I see a lot of things going and so sometimes you you know you take from it what you mm -hmm. need um a good friend of mine man um so I have really good friends in Kansas City uh Mark Marlin Dre Josh so we were called the battered men shelter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so let me in that yeah, job. Right, right, right. <laughs> so like these, so, and, and, and then again, my, my, my guy rolling, um, here in San Antonio. So like, uh, and then, you know, coaches, different things. So you, they, um, kind of push you and, and mm -hmm. iron sharpen iron. So the thing that I would say to anybody is surround yourself with hungry people, um, and, and get rid of, people who are not hungry you know so uh, the reason why our gym is somewhat I, I'd say we're somewhat successful um, not at without signing brag braggadocious or boastful mm -hmm. we're somewhat successful people who hit up the gym for personal training I don't train all those people I send them to the trainers mm -hmm. you know I, we make sure that the trainers we try our best to make sure that the trainers are taken care of mm -hmm. and so those trainers are hungry so they train people you know they they help people reach their goals and so that's kind of what 
I, how I surrounded myself around people that are hungry. And I learned from people, you know, even though they may not be showing much or saying much, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm always paying attention, whether that's in a meme or whether that's a podcast. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I take what I need and I put that in my back pocket or I take a note and, and, and look it up or think about it later. Mm -hmm. So it's really just uh, seeking out, you know, knowledge and just being being a sponge, you know, when yeah. it comes by you just soak it up because you you're, you'll learn something you'll hear something that you can use Absolutely. later you know so where did you uh find your passion for lifting weights and stuff like were you like like a fat kid or anything like that no 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 oh, well, um, never we, we we were we, we grew up poor we didn't have no food so <laughs> yeah i was looking for the enchilada wednesday so uh <laughs> right Shout so, out to all your kids that don't know Enchilada Wednesday. They don't is. know about that. So uh yeah, I was looking forward to that. So um um and you know. on my side, I'm like, mm, that's the BGs waiting to happen. <laughs> Those ain't like my mama's enchiladas, that's for dang sure. So we uh no, no, um man, crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I forgot the question. You no, know, what, what did you find like I mean my passion? No, right. Uh no, I've I've always been around the gym because I, I love the gym. I've always been there. Um, maybe not this extreme, uh -huh. you know, but I've always played basketball. I played basketball in high school and college. Um, you know, I've, I've played what college? Avila University okay. in Kansas City. Um, so I've played basketball on the collegiate level. I, you know, of course, we won state 97 Fox Sick Buffaloes. Um, uh, Which no longer yes. exists. <laughs> You're going to remember me. No, um, so, so I've always been around the gym, you know. I've always loved the gym, loved the environment. Mm -hmm. And... I've always wanted to be there, have my own. You know, although I took on other other projects, worked for other companies, and I love their mission too, you know, mm -hmm. for like the whole aspect of education. Um, education is so powerful, you know, it, it can help a person, help people come from the hood, the place where I've come from, mm -hmm. you know, to to middle class, go from poor to middle class or even upper class, mm -hmm. you know, depending on um, your grind, but it's just education, it's your tool. And I think a lot of us are in a lot of poor people, you know, uh, we're, we, we get in positions um, where we, we're, we're afraid to make that step to toward education or towards um, getting a skill set that's gonna better our life, you know. This is so many pressures, I know I get it, I come from there, so so many pressures to stay where you are, but you can't grow where you are sometimes mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to even cut people out of your life you know to help you get where you need to be in life yeah. you know and take care of your family you have friends. to cut people out your life man yeah like i mean there's there's no other you have to yeah like there's no maybe uh -uh. there's no like sometimes like you will have to cut people out your life yeah or you won't grow you can't you you it's it's hard you know it's hard you need to surround yourself with like-minded it's people. hard but it, again choose your heart yeah like choose your heart um that's that's just important so since you were the gym guy what, what what's your favorite lifting day like or like chest legs no none of them no I, no, no 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 we know, i know honestly. we know it ain't we know it ain't yeah. cardio <laughs> One no. Captain. No, uh, Captain. Captain. no. So I, I, honestly, my because I'm so tall, right? You don't see, you typically don't see six four bodybuilders, right? So, but so because I'm so tall, I have to develop my legs, right? So um, that it's my, I feel like it's my weakness, 
And so that's where my focus lies. Mm. You know, my, it's, we, we've been there for, we, we've been. Life target. lesson, focus on your weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. And strengthen them. Yeah, That's right. what I hear out of that. You know, out, so, of your, out of your chicken legs. Man. Yeah, that's right. My legs, my legs okay. They're not, they're all right. Oh, you see, he didn't let me get away yeah. from no, chicken leg no, comment? No, no. Like, hold on, Mark. You got, he said, no, hold on, Mark. No, nah, nah, nah. I've died yeah, several nah. times doing legs. <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah. So we. So is that why my legs are so skinny? Because I'm tall. Yes, oh. part of it. You know, okay. then genetically, you know, some people are more gifted than others. But we all have to. Work. We have. We 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 all have to work. Shots fired. No, no, uh, man. See, that's the, that's that thing I did. Yeah. It's like no, Mark. Uh, that's just. Uh, you just don't have Sorry, genetics. See, yeah, dang, I messed up again. <laughs> nah, that's good, man. Yeah, but but yeah, so you, you know, you just torch those things, like torture weaknesses. So. so, what is your favorite cheat meal? Ah, man, man, burgers, right? So, so it, it's all right. So it it changed. So it used to be um, after every show, I would go and get a full rack of ribs, right? And the next morning, I feel like I died, right? Because from heartburn, like I just licked the sun, right? I just had these flames. Lick the sun. I have flames coming out of my. Is that you know, is that the title? Right, man. Lick the sun. Don't lick it. No, so. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. So, I thought it started at yeah, me. Hey. Oh my yeah. god. So. Um, so yeah, so now it's it's burgers, man. So every Sunday I usually have a, a, a burger, you know. But that's it. as long as my week, as long as I hit all of my meals during the week, I didn't have I haven't had sugar in almost two months. Oh. So, so what? for yeah, it's a big thing for me, right? Because once I start, like it's really bad. So <laughs> I know not, don't do it. So I haven't had any sugar. So as long as I can continue this and getting all my meals in. And my cardio every week I'll have a cheat meal, you know. Um, and right now it's burgers. I'm still so stuck on no sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like man, I'm a pastry king, right? I love pastries. Um, I man, don't don't do it. Like I know where to get I'll the goods. I was gonna bring donuts today too. I'm, I'm glad you did. didn't. I wouldn't have eaten them. I wouldn't have eaten them. Nah. Well, take what, what uh discipline? Like how do you? How hard is it to not eat the things that you want, especially? And, I mean, you're not necessarily in competing right now, are no, you? No, no. So what what keeps you doing that on a regular basis? Honestly, um, I'm an emotional eater, right? So I know I I, a lot of people are, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, right. It's when I when I know I'm going through something, I I tend to eat sweets, right? Yeah. Um, and so for me, it's to identify my triggers, right? And 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 confront them, of course, and then walk away. You know, um, it's harder. It, sometimes it's really easy. Sometimes it's hard. You know, yeah. it just depends on your day, how much bad stuff has happened to you that yeah. day. But, you know, identify your triggers and, and, and talk yourself through them. You know, so there's been plenty of times I've been looking and standing in front of the H-E-B donut uh, little little thing. Right. Right. I'm freaking breathing. No, I'm not breathing on it. Right. Uh, but I'm looking. Definitely looking. Right. I, like I saw you. But uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> walk into the fruit section. Yes. So um, and, and when you walk in, you smell that sugar, you know, but like I I walk away, you know, and I feel good about it. Sometimes I'll text, walked away, 
like a boss from the donuts, you know. So who are you texting that? To? Whoever's listening, right? Whoever the last it's like person I'm to text to myself. Yeah, whoever the last person I text, you're probably gonna get that text. Pass the donut. You know, because uh, as a trainer, as a coach, we have to um, we're expected like our, we're expected to maintain a certain level of discipline, especially for our clients. If we can't do something, mm. like how we expect our clients to do it? Yeah. 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 Product of the product. I like that. Le- you know, leaders, it says leaders are supposed to not lead, but create more leaders. Yeah. You know, so and I think you guys doing what y'all do, you know, I think gym trainers and just people like y'all made me get a kind of a bad rap, you know, like that y'all not needed. Mm-hmm. I know for myself, like, I'm like, I have a kinesiology degree. You know, I played ball, played college ball too. Um, I don't need a trainer. Right, right. Like, what do I need a trainer for? I know, I know how to lift. I know how to do cardio. Like, what do I need for? But a lot of it's just been accountability. Right, you know? right. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. And uh, especially starting off for me was, like, being comfortable in the gym again. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I mean, with my arthritis and stuff, man, I'm, I'm telling you, the wine said and grandmas were lifting more than me. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, who, like you said, everyone has a day one. Yeah. Yes. But that day one is a... Let me say this. A lot of people don't ever have a day one yeah. because they, they're just too scared to start yeah. the day yeah. one. Yeah. And that's, that's how it was with me. And then, you know, I was over here, you know, flexing, taking pictures. I was like, I got a quad. I yeah. Got a quad. yeah. Yeah. It's there. So once you do, I think if we can just tell people like, man, take that step. Yeah. Take that step because if you can stay consistent, consistency is the key, right? right. Um. You can see those results in your life, and no matter what it is, whether it's a gym, whether it's a job, whether yeah. it's, you know, starting a new business, um, anything in life takes consistency, and you have to take that first step. Right. You know, so. Right. Um, I say uh, do it before your doctor tells you to do it, right? So yeah. you can have two motivations. You can be your motivation, or your doctor telling you you have an ailment or yeah. an upcoming ailment, you know, because you don't uh, take those steps. I've seen y'all trainers uh, post, like, you know, this. that's where I get to choose your heart from. Like, you know, is, is it hard waking up to go to the gym? Yes. But is it is it hard being in the hospital, hard taking medicine for the rest yeah. of your life, hard taking that blood pressure medicine? So, right, right. Um, <laughs> If anything, man, get out there, do some walking. Um, yes. Uh, Eric Thomas um, has it has this guy that comes on the show, and he's like a, a wellness guy or whatever. And he was saying, like, there was research that said that if you walk for 15 minutes a day, like, the, the risk of when the pandemic was going on, the risk of actually getting COVID goes way down just by walking 15 minutes a day. Right. So, I mean, obviously, it's, it's common sense that working on your body and eating right is, is good for you. It's not bad for you, right? It's never. It's like temple. It's like temple. It's like temple. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> question I ask everybody, and, and you kind of answered it, or you you said you listen to podcasts and stuff. Yeah. Is listening to Audible the same as reading the book? It's a uh, to me for me right. It's uh, better so I can do more things at once. I can go back and look. I don't have to, in, in a book, I, what chapter was that? You know, like, right. is, did I highlight, did I highlight it? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, listening to a, a, a podcast, you can mm-hmm. easily just 
I moved the little line back and you know and listen to you it again. The little line back. Yeah, the little thing. Yeah, <laughs> let me hear that again. Um, I missed that. So for me, it's that's definitely much easier than than than, than stopping and slowing down and reading a book because most times I don't have a lot of time to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I have you know I've had I have several books at home that I, you know I've read and. What about uh, top three books or books that you've read either recently or that you really um, like? One book, I, uh, of course, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You know, I haven't read the whole book cover to cover. Um, I haven't read the Bible cover to cover either. Um, but I, I would I'll say this one book, I think it was called The Connectors. Um, so it was one story in, the, in that book um, that kind of related to me. That's the only reason why I remembered, right? Because it's kind of like me. Um, I was working for, uh, I don't want to say their name. I don't want to give them any pub. No, <laughs> no I was working for in the edu educational in uh, industry, of course, right? So, and I love that. Um, but I was reading this book about transactional relationships, right? So there's one character in the book. He was working so much, right? Um, trying to do things, getting things done, that he missed the opportunity to connect with his kids, right? Mm -hmm. uh, to connect, like to really connect with people. So he had to learn to slow down, right? And stop making his interactions transactional um, and slow down and really get to know people and, and, and really connect to them. So I, I even got that, I, I learned, I, I tried to change my handshake because that was one of the things they talked about in that in that book. So so I can become more memorable for people, you know, so. Oh, well, so you don't break their hand no more? No, no, I never have. But I, so instead of, um, it's crazy. So in corporate America, right, I feel like I had to be, I'm the biggest guy in the room, right? But I also, I'm big, and of course I'm a, a, a black man, right? What? But, right, if you have not noticed, <laughs> right? Oh. Yes, so I, I felt like I, like, I felt like I had to be the smallest, right? Oh, I had to be man, the smallest. That's... So, um. Why, touch on that, though. Why do you think? Right, it's just the it's it's the pressure, it's the unsaid pressure, you know. Um, I walk into a room, I'm you know a lot of times the only person of color, um, and it's cool. Like I don't really care because I, I mean that's not what I'm there for. I'm here to close. I'm here to close. Right, ABC, right. ABC I always be closing. Oh, so yeah. I'm there. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. there to close. So uh, whatever it is, um, but I just felt the pressure, you know, to be the quiet. Don't be out too outspoken. Don't. So I couldn't necessarily be myself i had to code switch i'm sure we, we we're, we're familiar with yeah. that right so i couldn't necessarily be myself i have to turn down um the hood sean and turn up the corporate sean like i couldn't be who i who i who i was who i am and today you know in, in, in my gym my businesses i get to be who i am you know like the guy that you know, just looking after you, looking out that, that cares. Like I get to be that guy. I don't necessarily have to be a robot. And so that one, so anyhow, I changed my handshake to become more memorable and, and to slow down and really get to love on people while I have you. You know, it's kind of like one of my, one of my main things, you know, no matter who you are, if you're in my presence, I'm a, I want the opportunity to love on you. I had a, we had a break in over COVID, right? At the gym, I just remember it was a home. In the snowmageddon. Right, <laughs> right. Was we? It was still COVID too, right? Yes, yeah, it was in. It was in yeah. yeah. So, so because the gym has um, 24-hour access um, for members, right? If a member is walking out, someone just could slip in, and that mm -hmm. in this case, that's that's what happened. So I get a phone call. I'm getting. In, so this was. I can't remember what day that was, but I was already getting ready to head to Converse to open up the gym to make sure that. 
So because when we opened that gym, so if people needed to take showers, we still had hot water there. Oh, okay. So we had three showers in this huge gym. So any, so I put it on, you know, on social media, hey, if you need a shower, go ahead and go to that gym. You know, we can, I can open the doors remotely. Just let me know when oh, you okay. get there. So you could take a shower and get cleaned up. And we could, like I say, we had hot water. So I was getting ready to go over there, but I got a phone call from one of our members, right? He was like, my car is not, it wants to open, but it's not open. I was like, who's out in the snow? So, <laughs> it was a Thursday. Yes. So I, I, so I drove to the, to the gym, and there was a, a homeless guy inside the gym. So, But he had vandalized a couple of things. And so I was pissed, yes, that he vandalized the things. But I was even more furious that I didn't get to help this guy. You know, like, it's, it's freezing cold outside. He didn't have a jacket. He didn't have anything, you know. Um, he was gone by the time he got there? No, he was. He ran out the back door. I oh. saw him, you know, run out the back door and, you know, and, and, and a bunch of other stuff. But I was kind of upset that I didn't get to love on this guy. You know, um, there's so we have so much, you know, that, that to give people an offer. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he broke in and, yeah, he took a, he drank about 10 bangs, though. So Dang. I know he ain't so sleep. He, he definitely ran off. I know he ain't sleep. So <laughs> definitely ran <remember. laughs> So, wow. but, but you know, like, I, but we have, uh, but in our closet, we have hoodies, we have a few jackets, you know, things that people have yeah. left behind, like this could have been his. And I, I, you know, of course I was upset at that, that we, we did, I didn't get this opportunity to give this man, to help this man, you know right. what I mean? So it has its, it, it, its way of coming back, I guess. Yeah, absolutely, man, for sure. That sucks. Ten bangs, though, man. That's a lot man, of caffeine. He drunk a lot. Yeah, it was ten missing. Now whether he drunk all of them. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, uh, yeah, hopefully. I mean, it's crazy though. Like he could have took some of the clothes. He could have took the hoodies. Well, he can't get in that that door. That door's a huge bolt. Oh, a huge okay. dead bolt. You can't get in there. I tried. Go ahead. No, I'm well, I'm, no, I'm talking about the closet. The closet. Oh, okay. yeah, the closet. You can't get in there. Cool, man. Um, you got anything else, sir? Um, no, I think um, thank you. Thanks for being on here. Oh, man. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. Nah, I really I, appreciate it, was, it, man. This is a, a laughter fest. My side hurts. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully um, people can follow along and stay. <laughs> I hope they can get oh, something yeah. out of it. Get something. Right. No, you had a bunch of good stuff in there, man. And I appreciate you sharing your journey and your story. And, Check um, out the gyms. Uh, yeah, I was oh, going yeah. to say. Oh, forgot. Yes. Right. Yes. Got apparel. <laughs> Coming to use. No, um, <laughs> check out the gyms. Of course, one, one location, 1604 and Braun. The other location, FM78 and Converse, uh, right next to the Street Treats. What is it? Uh, six, uh, 9160 FM78. Uh, come on. Yes. Free day pass. We got it. You know, come on by. Yeah, right. Nah, not really, but we don't really have employees. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we still get stuff no done. Overhead. No overhead. Right, right, right. That's a secret. Uh, <laughs> right. That's a secret no more. No, put that in your business pocket. There you go. Yes. Um, so what uh you talk about fees or have standard fees? Or? Yeah, memberships are forty nine ninety nine a month, uh, plus a one time key fob activation fee. And daily that breaks down to what right, so <laughs> here you go. <laughs> right. So so with with tax, right? So you with tax, we're fifty four eleven, right? That's a dollar and eighty cents a day. <laughs> right? You can afford to spend a dollar and eighty cents a day on your health. Right? It's only a yes. dollar and eighty cents a day. 
nice. Yes, you get to come to both gyms. You could take a shower. You know, get we're gonna love on you, of course, all that kind of good stuff. In an too. appropriate manner. Right, right. <laughs> yes. What? Right. Who is, who is thinking? We do right. Hope, hopefully, they're not thinking that. Right. Right. Come to the yeah. gym where you can get yeah. harassed. Yeah. Like, I don't want no expectations. Right. Right. You and don't want to. <laughs> but a few things we're trying to add to the gym right now, so we're looking for. Oh, a, you are adding love. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. So right. <laughs> we have rooms for that. No. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, we're uh, at, we're we're looking to partner with a a massage therapist. Man, or, I have a massage therapist. Okay, she's we got well, it. She has a spot, but I've been trying to tell her. She, um, shout out to Mother's Nature's Massage, um, super dope. She's awesome. She has like the, a little room, uh, like an apartment, mm-hmm. and like her partner has like there's like a little two bedroom apartment, um, right right there on St. Mary Street. Okay. Um, and I don't know why how I got it, but I, I've been trying to tell her like you can go work there during the day and like do yeah she can have her own thing. So the yeah. the way it'll be set up is that uh, right now we have 171 members, but my plan, my my vision for this particular gym is 1,500 members. Wow! Right? Um, and that's because we're 24 hours a day, seven right. days a week. And so it's a huge space. and it's huge. Yeah. It's huge, and we have tons and tons of of of, of commercial grade really high quality equipment and so we'll have uh, my vision is for that and for uh any uh massage therapist we'll, we'll help them market to our current you know right. our, our current customer base um so and so we're looking to add that a massage therapist and an esthetician or uh we may have a bar turn one of the rooms to a, a micro barber shop right so that room can house about three barbers you know two to three barbers and uh, they can kind of micro barbershop. So it's not a large, not a huge oh, okay, okay, barbershop. You know, I just thought a, that was some new A stuff. No. I'm like, well, we got right. here. Can hey, we, can we, hey, I told you. Can we? <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you know, just it's just a smaller, a smaller barber. Okay, you know, that's cool. But again, you know, we'll still have that huge customer base um, to help market and help them grow. Yeah. Um, Goes well, so. Sean is all about um, if you're winning, I'm winning, and then what do you always say? Throwing the throwing the alley oop. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, man. That's it. That's all I'm trying to do. All you got to do is catch it. If you ain't catching it, I I, I don't want you on, around me. <laughs> I'm only gonna throw so many of them. I, I can't dunk anymore. But yeah, get you a good layup. That's yeah. it. Tip oh, it. Yeah. Tip no. it. Hey, it's good. Okay. Yeah. So uh, man, again, I appreciate you. Do you have any final words for the people? Yeah, man, just don't be afraid to, to, to start or to start over or to start over. Like, don't be afraid. It, it, it happens to us all. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be resilient. Go with it, you know, and don't quit. You know, like, like that's, that's the main thing. Don't quit. Bend, but don't. my coach would always say, bend, but don't break. Weather the storm. <laughs> that's a so, fact, man. Yeah. So, what? You got no, what did you going to say? I was going to say movement creates movement. You know what I mean? Movement creates movement. What's is it? You Einstein or what is that? Yeah, I don't know. What is it? Uh, that uh, sounds good. Yeah. Movement creates movement. Does it? It does. What if you're not moving? Then you ain't moving. Yeah. <laughs> there what? it is. So you yeah. you think people moving can't be still? There's Ooh, no, 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 don't let me get deep in this thing. Bring it in. I know it's Sunday, you know. Oh wow. Um, there's moments for stillness. I believe that, but okay. you know. 
Still mm. and stagnant. Mm. That's a good one. That is good. That was, that Still good. stagnant. That was good. Well, guys, we want to thank you. Episode 10, Chalk Chalk, the open playbook of life is officially filmed now. And it'll drop Wednesday. You'll see this on Wednesday. We want to thank y'all for the support. We want to thank Alternative Solar, our sponsor, uh, again, for the facility and uh, allowing us to use this and, and just share stories with people. Um, Self-made. Uh, hope you enjoyed your vacation. Another week off. Um, Coach Serta with Certified Fitness. Certified right, Fitness. Right. And so Texas Muscle and Fitness. Yeah. Put all that bass in your voice. Yeah, Texas, Texas. Texas yeah. Muscle. <laughs> and then I'm the real estate coach, and behind the cameras, our guy that does a lot of the work behind the scenes, obviously, uh, where grinding never stops. Check out his uh, apparel and things like that. So we'll see you next time with episode 11. 11. All right. Thank y'all. Hey, remember to like, subscribe, uh, comment. I'm thinking about doing a giveaway. Yeah. That may be a little contest. Like, if you comment, you subscribe, you know. Tag three people. Tag three people. Maybe, maybe we'll do, a, you know, a $150 gift card or something like that. Or a free free day pass to Texas Muscle and Fitness. Yeah, we can up to Andy a month. Hey. We, can put a, we can put a month oh, on Oh, we'll do a, ooh, we'll a free a month, month membership. Uh. Hey, stay tuned for details. Uh. Yeah, you see, I put them on the spot. I got it. Got it. ABC always be closing. Yeah. All right. See y'all next week. Yeah. What's up, guys? The real estate coach here, man. Just want to thank you guys for all the support. Uh, Chalk Talk, the open playbook of life. Uh, please like and subscribe on the YouTube. Um, don't forget to hit the notification button so you can get updated on when we drop episodes. And also, if you're trying to catch up on the latest episodes, just go ahead and click right here, and you'll see that. So again, we appreciate all the support. Leave some comments, anything that we can do to get better and provide you some topics for the show uh, that'll help you, we're all about it. So remember, your gift plus your why equals your purpose.